I'm David Katniss, and this is Too Close to Call, the 63rd podcast on Too Close to Call. Today's guest is Marianne Williamson, who I don't think I need to introduce to the vast majority of listeners and subscribers to Too Close to Call. There are lots of ways you can go about interviewing a political candidate. And having done this for now almost going 20 years, I've thought a lot about interviews and how to structure them, where to emphasize, how to compose a question that will elicit the most illuminating answer. You can go very deep on one topic. You can go very broad. You can go quick, rapid fire. You can go sort of oppo research, do a deep dive on everything they've said in the past and really push them. You can do a gentler interview where you sort of warm them up in the beginning and then you get, you know, the questions get progressively tougher. There are probably a dozen different ways to approach an interview. Marion Williamson, I think we can agree, is a obviously a candidate for president, but probably not a viable Democratic nominee, right? So there's different ways you can approach that. But I wanted to take her as seriously as she deserves because she is a candidate for president, but also sort of color outside the lines a bit with some of my questions. I think you will find that in this interview as... The, the span of topics is pretty broad. I ask her about everything from what she believes, what, how she views Kamala Harris, the sitting vice president, to psychedelic mushrooms and whether she thinks they should be legalized across the country. So paid subscribers to Too Close to Call will get the entire 25-minute interview and for you freebies out there, you'll get about a half seas of it. You'll get a little taste with the incentive to subscribe to upgrade for the entire episode. So without further ado, this is Marianne Williamson on Too Close to Call. Enjoy. Hi, how are you? Hey, Marianne. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you. Where are you located? I'm in Washington, D.C. Where, where does this find you today? Well, I'm in New Hampshire now, but I live in D.C. Oh, okay. What neighborhood? Uh, Foggy Bottom. I am over in Noma, actually. Uh-huh. So the other the other end. Well, thank you for your time today. I appreciate it. We'll just dive right in if uh, you are ready to go. Okay. I'm David Katniss, and this is Too Close to Call. Marianne Williamson, who most of my listeners will, will already know, but she is a author, a spiritual guru, a, a candidate for president in the 2020 Democratic primary and is now running for president again in 2024 and is also the purveyor of one of the funniest political tweets I think I've ever read in 2020 when you proclaimed that you were not getting stoned with Amy Klobuchar. I figured that would be the one that you would refer to. <laughs> there, there was some game when- online about who would be doing what with whom and they said people getting stoned with other candidates and they matched me with amy Klobuchar. i said no well why, well, why not uh i don't know it's just a tweet it's just a tweet okay fair enough i was curious magic mushrooms were decriminalized in dc though dc really doesn't it doesn't have <clears> the <throat> ability to make any of their own laws because of 
Congress. Obviously, DC is not a state. I'm I'm curious on the on the issue of psychedelics. Would do you think the country is ready for federal decriminalization of psychedelics? Yes. And why? It, 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 well, you know, it's. It, I think the country is ready for a lot of things that the government is not allowing to happen. The vast majority, the majority of Americans, Democrat and Republican, want universal health care. The vast majority of Americans, Democrat and Republican, want tuition-free college. The, the majority of Americans, even gun owners, want common sense gun safety laws. The vast, the majority of Americans, Republicans and Democrats want a more robust mitigation of climate change. The American people, if you look at poll after poll, a little bit left of center, the American people, the view of the American people is not the problem. So when we talk about are the American people ready, that's not the question in most issues. Most issues is, is the political system ready to stop thwarting the will of the people? That's the challenge that's before us now, is the fact that we have a political system where due to the the undue influence of money, particularly corporate money on our politicians, too often people do more to serve the profit-making uh, goals of their donors than the will of their own constituents, the health, yeah. the safety, and the well-being of the American people. But even President Biden isn't for the decriminalization of pot, which obviously, you know, the, the country has moved leaps and <laughs> bounds, right, on on pot. But he, you know, the president who was elected, won by a, a millions and millions of votes, still holds that position. So so what would leave you to believe that that would be politically palatable in in 2023, 2024, that's psychedelics? Well, you know, anytime we vote for someone, we, we know they're not going to agree with us about everything. So I don't think that when people were deciding whether or not to vote for Joe Biden in 2020, they were looking at his views about marijuana one way or the other. There's much bigger issues were at, were at stake at the time. I would not only deschedule marijuana from a... Uh, uh, schedule one drug. I would also want to see release from prison all the nonviolent offenders. It's there. It's terrible. There are people spending decades um, in in prison in the United States for marijuana and other non nonviolent drug offen- offenses. I think we need to end the drug war. I think we need a complete shift in how we look at the whole issue of of, of drugs in the United States. I think the biggest drug addiction issues that we have has to do with uh, drugs that people find in their medicine medicine chests. Uh, we we have uh, definitely the American people are over-medicated and we divert the attention to things like marijuana, psychedelics and so forth, rather than looking at the uh, predatory behavior of pharmaceutical companies in certain situations. I use magic mushrooms for concert shows. I talked about them on the podcast. Some people pushed back on that, said, why, why are you talking about that? There's still a stigma attached to it. Do you use magic mushrooms? No, I don't now, but I was young once. Right. So you, you have used them in the past. Listen, I was born in 1952. Do the math. I gotcha. But you think that could you could, would you bring that bill up to Congress and a President Williamson administration? No, I, I'm not. My main concern is not with magic mushrooms, but I do have a concern on the issue of marijuana. I would deschedule it day one. And I do have a, a very serious issue about wanting to uh, end the drug war, because I think that ending it will actually help with southern border and what's happening there. Okay. Most of the, the horrifying circumstances that people are trying to uh, escape in Latin America that's contributing to such a, a problem on the border has to do with the drug cartels. Ending the drug water war won't fix everything, but it will be one of the mitigating factors. And I think we need to do that. Okay, but to be clear, you wouldn't be for 
the decriminalization of psychedelics. Yes, I would be. You would be, but you wouldn't propose it for for legislation. The ones that I'm concerned, well, I, I would like to see the decriminalization of drugs across the board. All of them. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. So let's talk about the Democratic primary. Robert Kennedy Jr. is obviously. Oh, yeah, I'd like to go back a little bit because I want to clarify. We should we we need to transition to seeing drug use and drug addiction as a health issue and not a criminal issue. When you look at countries like Portugal and how they deal with it, I think when it comes to drugs in America, what we're doing is not working. And I think that's I think there are so many things that my candidacy represents where it's time for the American people to recognize things that simply aren't working. They're not going to work. And we need to cut the cord with certain old ways of doing things. Got it. So RFK Jr. is in the race as well with you getting a lot of attention. The latest Fox News poll had him at 17 percent nationally, you at 10 percent. What do you think of his views (laughs) on vaccines that they are? linked to health problems, including sometimes autism. Do you believe those are credible views that he has put forward on vaccines? You know, I'm not a spokesman for the Bobby Kennedy campaign. I'm a spokesman for my own campaign. And and I want to point out also that in the New Hampshire uh, primary, in the poll from St. Anselm College, he's at 10% and I'm at 9%. So we're actually neck and neck in New Hampshire. I, I think the world knows what Bobby Kennedy believes. Uh, I believe in is safe vaccines. I believe that there should be independent studies, actually. I'm not comfortable with how many times um, uh, with any drug. Uh, research is funded by the pharmaceutical companies rather than independent agencies. Whether it's pharmaceutical industry, uh, insurance industry, big food, big ag, big chemical companies, gun manufacturers, big oil or defense contractors, I want to see some of these huge corporate industries out of the, I, I am very concerned about the agency capture and the fact that they have far too much influence on U.S. policy. But a lot of Democrats have said that his views are on vaccines are dangerous. Do you believe that? He goes too far for me. How about have a debate with him? I know President Biden is not going to debate you. That is, I know, just a a problem for for your candidacy to get more visibility against the sitting president. Doesn't like the doesn't look like the DNC is going to hold any primary debates. Would you hold a debate with, you know, Bobby Kennedy Jr. because you're the two challengers to the sitting president? Well, you know, a month ago when there was any hope really, you know, you, you got to remember once any candidates get on stage together, then they are completely uh, uh, ending any hope that there would be, you know, a debate with the president. At this point, it is looking, you know, like a very, very small chance that the DNC is going to break on this issue. So yes, I asked uh, Bobby's uh, um, campaign manager, I texted him just the other day, I said, I've heard some talk about a uh, a debate between us. And he said, no, I'd be open to the conversation. Uh, he said, so the ca- campaign manager for RFK Jr. said no. I said someone well, someone had reached out to me and said, would you be up for a debate? The RFK team is down for it. So I texted the campaign manager. I said, is that true? Did you guys say that? And he said no, you know, because everybody tells you everything in politics and yeah. you've got to verify so that means you don't think there is interest from from his campaign to do that, that debate. Text I'm reporting. Uh, I, I'm what I'm saying once again. I can't speak for their campaign. I can speak for mine. Um, I would be open to that conversation. Listen, this is what I want, and this is why I believe that there should be 
why there should be debates. The American people should hear, particularly at this critical moment in American history, the American people should hear what their options are. Bobby and I have different views about a lot of things, and the American people should hear them. That's all. And they should, but they should also hear th those differences um, with the president as well. Has CNN or any cable network offered you opportunity for a town hall? Well, it's interesting. I have been told, uh, yes, uh, Fox had expressed interest in a town hall where it would be 30 minutes me and 30 minutes Bobby. I was quite excited about that. And then I was told now that he's going to do Hannity. I know News Nation is doing one with him. And I think that's unfair. Well, hello. Oh, I'm here. You know, a big issue for me in this campaign has been this kind of erasure, this kind of invisibilizing uh, that I uh, the polls themselves do not merit. Like I said, in 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 New Hampshire, we're neck and neck. Uh, 